0: we are ready to kick off our first week with our first mom who is mom april say hey mom april hey 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 so mom april tell us a little bit about yourself well i'm april i'm from sacramento
1: california um i attended clark Atlanta university um i've been in atlanta for about 17 years i have a fiance we've been together for nine years lord that's a long time that's a long time and i have a two-year-old no i have a three-year-old and a four-year-old he'll be five in next month it's hard to keep up with those ages i can
0: barely remember to pee but we you know (laughs) we rolling re-rolling so this week we wanted to talk about or i wanted to talk about how your life changes after kids so For those of you who don't know, and I'll tell you, April and I have been friends for 11 years. Knew each other well before we decided to have kids. So she is the first of our group who had kids. And it was, I recall, life-changing. But April, tell us a little bit about how your life changed after you had kids.
1: Well, first of all, you know that I never wanted to have kids. I always thought that I was going to be the last in the group to... Either get a boyfriend, get a family, the whole white picket fence type thing. And so when I got pregnant, I was on the pill. I didn't want to have kids. I had fibroids. So in my mind, I got pregnant by Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I, I didn't want to have kids. Like my fiance, he wanted to adopt. He wanted to adopt. A little boy who was like between the ages of like 17 and 14. And I felt like no shade to anybody who adopted, I have adopted family, friends, and cousins. But I'm like a 14 year old boy, he can kill me in my sleep. And I'm not. And I just didn't want to do it. You know, my grandmother did it. Both of my grandmothers had foster and adopted kids. But for me, I just didn't want to have kids because I had just met you guys. We was out in these streets. We was clubbing. We was drinking. And I feel like I was living a life going to Puerto Rico, going to Miami. <laughs> I'm like, you can't lose. I got a career. I got money. I got a car. Like, what else could you want? Then I got pregnant in the middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning at the hospital, and I was not expecting them to tell me that I was pregnant with a child. So for me, it was very eye-opening because, you know, my relationship, we were four years in, we were having fun, we were traveling, and then you got this human being that I'm responsible for. And I'm like, God, I'm not even half right. So how are you going to give me a whole person to be responsible for? So um, more not even like financially because, you know, if you have a kid, unless you balling like that, you always going to be broke. There's always going to be a need for something. But for me, it was more about the emotional stress, mm-hmm. stressing about them like all the time, like wondering if they're going to be okay in the middle of the night at school, if something in the media happened, like wanting to run and get them out of school just in case it wouldn't happen to them. So for me... I would say the thing that I didn't expect the most was kind of like the emotional stress. You know, as black people, we don't talk about postpartum, but I went through it. And it is real. It's real in these streets. So if you're going through it, go get a counselor. Don't be afraid. You just need to be able to handle it. But just the emotional, like worrying about them all the time, making sure they're okay, making sure that they had a better life than you did. That was the part that really took a toll on me. I wasn't expecting. The lack of sleep. Yeah, you know, you you get over. It. it gets better with time. For those who's just
0: trying right now and not getting enough sleep, like it's gonna get better for you, girl. I tell everybody the the next day is always better than today. Yeah. So all my friends who are like pregnant or trying to get pregnant or about to have a baby, I say get all the sleep that you can, go to all the movies, yes. go to all the restaurants, eat sure. all the hot meals, yes. and sleep in. Because and let me tell you about hot changes. French
1: fries, like. If you're pregnant right now, just go, like, if you order your food, just get your fries. Because you're never going to eat a hot French fry ever again in your life. So just go ahead and do that. Sleep in, drink, eat. Don't worry about your weight because you're going to get snatched again, girl. But just try to enjoy that time. Like, sit on the patio, people watch, go to Atlantic Station, eat water ice, do it all. Because when that baby comes, you're going to have to share.
0: Yes. And that, I think, is the biggest difference that I experienced. So... I saw you have your kids and I knew semi what the sacrifice meant, but it's different when it's yours. And I didn't believe the sleep when the baby's sleeping, sleep all you can now with the first. So those who don't know, both April and I both have two kids that are 15 or 16 months apart. So we'll talk about that another day. But I didn't expect the sacrifice. So, I was like, "Oh, I'm in my 30s. I'm ready." You know, of course, financially you're never ready, but I said, "No, I'm I know what to expect." And I didn't expect to then forever put myself second. Uh-huh. And I think the thing that I tell young women who are coming behind me now is do everything that you want to do first. I think I feel very fortunate that I was able to club and party and travel and do all those things, but it set me up to be okay to deal with the sacrifice. And I think there's either a catch 22. Like I know some people who've had kids at a younger age and they feel like they missed something by the time they're 30. So if they had a baby at 20, their kids are 10 and then they trying to now start doing the travel part versus I feel for myself, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I know what I was doing at 25 was not conducive to having nobody's kid. So, I think the sacrifice was the biggest thing. And to your point, that's every time I go in a store, that's what I think about. And I don't think that that is the same for dads because they're still themselves. Not like it's a bad thing. It's just I think women are programmed to be like, oh, I'm in TJ Max. Let me see what my kids need, not what do I need.
1: Yeah, and I feel like another thing that I wasn't expecting is like, I want to say I wouldn't want to say like the lack of support, but then again, it is the lack of support because when you're pregnant, everybody's excited for you. They're gonna spoil your baby. Your baby's never gonna need anything. They're gonna fly down. They're gonna babysit. You're gonna be good. And then when the funk hit the fan, you pop that human out. Nobody's coming to visit. Um, you still need diapers. You know, and I'm not expecting anybody to, you know, provide for me. But when I was pregnant, everybody was amped up. I was never going to need a babysitter. Like, my kids was never going to need school clothes. They was going to be so spoiled. They was going to fly down and stay for weeks and weeks at a time. And, no, ma'am, it's not going to happen. So that was another thing, like, you know, I was believing the hype. And now it's just like, you know, we live here in Atlanta by ourselves. We don't have any sitters. We don't have any family here. And it gets hard because you want to break. Um. So that's another thing that I was just like, can I get, can I get, can I get, can I pee along? Cause they want to pee too. They want to give they want to wipe you. I'm like, my daughter, she wants to sit there with me and she wants to wipe me. And I'm like, Hey, I just need like two
0: minutes. Right. So I think that's interesting cause I have a different dynamic than you do as far as the support aspect. So I came from a family that there wasn't a large family presence around. And my husband has a lot of family in Atlanta and my sister's in Atlanta. So for me, I have all the help that I could ever desire. I'm the person who's like, no, I want to be around my kids. I want to watch them. I want to do this. I want to do that. So I do think that it's important for moms to try to think about all those things going in. Do you have that support? Do you not have it? How are you going to figure it out? And finding babysitters in now is almost impossible for me. Like, I don't trust a lot of people to watch my kids because i'm like i don't know you and what you do in your house and what the people who in your house do and all that like that's too much for me to have to worry about mm-hmm. so i prefer to do things after they go to sleep and have somebody come and sit here because i know that like if they're sleeping in their room there's a minimal things that can happen but i do think if I were in a different place and I didn't have any support, I think my life would be very different. And I think that's something I didn't think about before. So I was like, it's it's certain things you don't think about. Yeah. Additionally, I didn't think about the cost to have a baby. Oh, you want to think about it then? <laughs> yes, Lord. So I was like, oh, no, insurance covers having a baby until I opened that last bill. So with my last baby who was born in 2016, I went into the hospital at 11.50. Mm -hmm. Didn't get to a room until after 12. Didn't get seen really or get any medicine, treatment, anything, until about 4 a.m. Had my baby at like 9.30, Mm -hmm. whatever. Get the hospital bill. These fools didn't charge me for them 10 minutes a full day. And I was like, excuse me. I don't know what the F this is, but Oh ma'am, that's just what, how insurance works and how the hospital payment works. So that's just the way that it is. It's nothing we can do. And I was like, okay, now granted, this was the complete opposite than when I had Preston, because with Preston, he was born at 1133. You were there, you know, (laughs) and they said that 33 minutes before midnight was considered a day of stay for him in the hospital. So he left the hospital before he was 48 hours old. So I had to leave at 2 p.m. and then bring him back at 8 a.m. the next day because he was jaundiced. So I think also people are not prepared for what a financial and insurance implication that is. I didn't think about FMLA. I didn't think about... Do I need to prepay or pay along the way? Or how much is this hospital bill going to be when I get it? Like, all those things weren't thoughts. So, like, I know you had a different, slightly a different experience. And
1: for me, I didn't worry about, like, the after effect because I was like, Obama, he could just take that one for the team. Because I wasn't worried about that. Like, I'm worried about, like, this human who I didn't ask for, which I, he's a total blessing. And I see the reason why God put him in my life now. But for the most part, like, Landon was five weeks early. I went to the doctor thinking I'm about to go to my regular routine checkup. Um, I had to go get ultrasound twice a week because that's when I found I was pregnant. I also found out I had fibroids that I didn't know about. And so um, I had ultrasound twice a week. I'm thinking I'm reg- going to go to a regular appointment. I'm going to go back to work, do my orientation. It was like, we have to take him now. Like, there's no fluid. And I'm like, no, I got people. I got orientation. Like, I got people to see today. And I had to go to the hospital. And since he was five weeks early, he spent a week in the NICU. And for me, that's stressful because I'm like, number one, I wasn't ready. I don't even got the stickers up on my nursery. So I'm already stressed out about that as a new mom. Now I think about it, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I should, shouldn't even be worried about that. But he was in the, the NICU for a whole week. And it was like $72,000. I'm like, y'all could have just kept the whole Jeez. baby. Like I I would have never given my kid away, but when I seen that bill, I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I just gotta work focus on breastfeeding, not going crazy. Like I didn't worry about that. Like now I was just like, dang, let me let me go ahead and take care of this for, you know, hit my credit. But for the most part, during that time, I'm just like, somebody gonna have to suck this one up for the team. Cause I ain't even asked for like all of this. But Leah, um, right after the day after, because I got pregnant with her on the pill too. If y'all want to know about what pill I took, that's another episode, tune in. Um, But for the most part, the day after I had her, I got my tube side and I I had complications. So I was in the hospital with her for another whole week, Mm -hmm. breastfeeding her, where I got all these tubes stuck in my nose, down my stomach, and that bill was Mm $56,000. So with both of them, I was not expecting neither one of those things, like in regards to the financial aspect. Daycare, my daycare bill is more than my mortgage.
0: And I had a house built two years ago. So um, I'm waiting for somebody to hit kindergarten. That is a whole nother topic for a whole nother day, the cost of daycare. But I agree. Daycare is a racket. That's what we'll say. But I think... From the new mom lessons, I think the big thing that I always tell new moms or somebody who's thinking about being a new mom, look into your – ask your job what your policy is because every job is different. Like one of my jobs, I had 12 weeks, another job I had six weeks, and we were able to negotiate something, um, but everybody's different.
1: Yeah, and I would say for a new mom, um, I would do research on knowing what your rights are because when I – Had landed, I'm thinking I'm getting 12 weeks. And my boss was like, No, you get six weeks to like heal your pooty tang and you just keep it rolling. I'm like, No, I get 12 weeks. And she was like, No, that's only if we approve you 12 weeks. And I had to go and do research and like become like a little mini Johnny Cochran to find out, like, I got rights. Okay. So I'm going to take these whole 12 weeks. And if I can get more and milk you for more, then I'm going to do that too. Because, you know, legally you have right. Well, in the state of Georgia. You know, you have your 12 weeks to heal, and you have your 12, I mean, six weeks to heal, then your six weeks for bonding time. So I would say that make sure she know your rights, you know your company's policy, you know how many employees that are in the company so that you can get the maximum number of days
0: that you can get. Absolutely, because every state is different.
1: Every country is different.
0: Correct. Like, California is a blessing for people who have children. Georgia is, like, semi And some people won't, they'll give you the 12 weeks and won't pay you. Ain't that a tragedy. Some people will make your short-term disability pay for it. So each state is different. So that's one thing I would say is research and see what options are available to you. Even though you may not be thinking about being pregnant, you're a female and at some point you will. Um, So there's the work aspect of it. There's the what does your insurance cover. So there's co-insurance and maternity and paternity and postnatal and prenatal are not always covered so those are all things you have to think about going into it and it's a very different stress and struggle from the female perspective who your body is going through this so there's so many things that happen to you when you're pregnant that you don't think about your hormones everywhere and your body's growing you're excited to see this person and all these things and they're also this whole political aspect that you have to deal with and think about so for all of you new moms out there or moms who want to have a baby, you know, think about those things as you move forward. And hopefully this gave you some insight.
1: And I think another thing like for, in regards to like the financial aspect, I was so afraid of like my child being without
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because, you know, I'm used to like going on trips with y'all. Popping bottles in the club. We like, did
0: not go on that many trips. But we did back in the marriage.
1: day. We had so much fun. Shout out to Makita, um, Alexis, Jennifer. We had so much fun at birth. Anyways, but <laughs> because I was so afraid to be without, like as a mom, every time I went to the store or when I was pregnant, I would get a gift card. Like I didn't care if it was a Publix gift card or Kroger gift card. I didn't care what it was. I would get a gift card because I didn't pay for diapers until Landon was 10 months old. That's the one, like, the first time I ever paid, like, out of pocket for a diaper because I'm like, if anything happened with the economy or anything like that happens, like, I got a gift card. Like, I can use my Visa gift card to pay my Georgia Power bill. I can use it to pay groceries. If I had a Target gift card, I can go to Super Target and buy some groceries, and I can get some diapers. So that's what I did because I was just so afraid, especially with the recession and everything that happened. Like, I really wanted to make sure that my kid and that goes back to like the mental like i was not expecting to be just so stressed out like making sure that my kid had everything yeah. that they need because for me being single now nah, i'm like okay well i can just wait till the next check come you know mm-hmm. but with a kid you can't do that like they get sick Oof. just like you said change your underswears they get sick So you got to pay for the doctor bills. You got to pay for the prescription. And you're losing money because you're out of work, depending on the type of position that you have. But I was just so stressed out. So I was just like, okay, I got to make sure that I saved every little piece. Like, I didn't want to do anything for myself. Didn't get my hair done. Was on YouTube trying to figure out how to paint my my own toes with designs. (laughs) um, Everything. So it was just mostly like the mental like stress, like, are they gonna be okay? How can I provide for this little person when in my mind I'm like trying to figure out how to provide for myself, going from single to like being in a relationship to taking care of
0: like one and two kids. Speaking of costs when kids are sick, I paid five hundred dollars for the flu this year. When you would count doctor's fees, me being out of work, my husband being out of work, it was a lot of money because I got the flu shot. He did not and then he got the flu, had to pay to go to the doctor. My son got the flu, had to pay for him to go to the doctor. And he was out of school. Because daycare, by the way, is not free if your kid don't go to school.
1: Yes, you still have to pay. Even if they're on vacation and your kid gets sick for the whole
0: week, you still got to pay just FYI. Which, again, is a racket. But I understand they got to pay their employees, but whatever. Anyway, I don't, I don't get the flu shot, but what I do do is try to make sure I keep myself and my family as clean as possible so my thought moving forward is i think i will and my husband will get the flu shot and not get the babies because this is too much and again vaccinations for a whole nother episode so and for me like i don't i don't i
1: know this sounds weird it may sound ignorant to some people but i don't believe in this flu shot i've never Mm gotten one i've never had my kid even when my doctor was like i really strongly encourage you to get a flu shot i'm like i'm just gonna hold on to guys and change your hand because i'm not gonna get a flu shot because i feel like they're just giving you the flu it's just a
0: setup for failure. So I'm like, I'm a good son. Yesterday was the Fourth of July, and I did not eat well because I just came off of Whole Thirty, so I'm still trying to hold on. I'm so proud of you. And eat well. So I did do Whole Thirty for the audience out there, not for y'all, but so y'all know. And I had great results on it. I don't say that everybody should do it. To each his own. It took a lot of discipline, but for Fourth of July, I was very like, oh, what am I gonna eat? What am I gonna do? Um, so it was a challenge. Me, on the other hand, my kids are gone for the summer.
1: Won't he do it? And in the event that they were here, I like I probably wouldn't like host a barbecue because I'm always like self conscious about whether my house is clean enough. Whether I have like I just I don't want people in my house. Like I would like in my mind I'm like, oh my god, I got this house. I should have a barbecue all the time. But we got kids. I'm like, man. It's, Materials on the floor like mm-hmm. I just I don't have time for the judgment you know So um and then I don't want to Take them to other like people barbecues because like If they have a why because like If you like if Landon acts up At a barbecue like in my heart like I wanna I gotta check him but I'm like no You know like some people
0: So if you're going to somebody's house that you know It's okay because
1: I check my kids Too right and if I'm at your house then That's different I can take them in the bathroom and We don't have like a little talk you can take them in the bathroom at anybody's House Right, but at the same time, like like during nap time, if they want to start acting crazy, like I'm not trying to be like the hashtag. This girl's at this barbecue, and her kids are acting ratchet. Like that's not. I'm not trying to do it. So for me, I would rather like go in the backyard, have the pool, we barbecued, maybe take them to like the aquatic center or something like that.
0: But but I feel like that limits your interaction. So I'm not a. To hosting or going Or going on a trip I think in reality I want a trip for everything If I could afford it and my budget could afford it Me and my family would be on a plane Everywhere every holiday Because that's what I want to expose my kids to But we ain't set up like that so I can't But I am willing to bring And allow people into my home Because we are Like friend oriented people Like we like hosting for people My in-laws host all the time and I don't mind hosting. Like, we hosted Christmas last year, which was crazy because I was running around like a chick with my head cut off, which is more of my issue with hosting. Like, hosting with kids, you have to have help. Right. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to watch y'all watch, run around and I'm going to clean this meat and season and all of this. By the way, you do all of the work, and your husband or a significant other gets all the credit for the meat that he didn't barbecue but didn't you pre- grill. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I know me, my mother-in-law, a whole bunch of chicks didn't season all of these meats early in the morning. And you just like out here throwing it around on the grill, talking about, yeah, I did that. Did what? Put it on some fire? Okay.
1: I think for me, like hosting and like going on family trips, as I would love to like go on multiple family trips, but for me, it's not a relaxing time for me because in my mind, hashtag judge if you want to, I'm thinking about, okay, I'm thinking about kidnappers. I'm thinking about like my kids, like I want them to be able to be free and relax, you know, in public and like run around and be free. But I'm like, you need to stay close to mommy, you know, or if they're in the house and people are here, like I want to be able to relax and I can't do that when my kids are around because I'm always like, okay, are they okay? Is he okay? Is she okay? Do you have enough ice in your drink? Do you guys need more food? Let me get your plate, whatever. Like, And at the end I'm exhausted. I don't get to enjoy it. So I would rather just go to somebody's house, bring a bottle or some big beans mm-hmm. and
0: help clean up afterwards. I will say that is what hosting has. Like every time that I've hosted something at home, I just heard that. Just so y'all know, we're drinking champagne because you can hear the poor. But... Every time that I've hosted at home, I'm exhausted at the end because I can't leave my kitchen dirty at night.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Like I can't go to bed with dishes or food left out or anything. So by the time you finish everything, it is clean like I never hosted anything. So that's my only thing with hosting is I have to be very mentally prepared because I know it's going to be a long day. I'm going to be up super early and I'm going to go to bed that reminds me of that thanksgiving that preston had hand foot in the mouth right. by the way moms that is the worst disease ever but it is super common if your kids are in daycare
1: yeah your kids are not dirty because
0: my kids had it too <laughs> yeah they're not dirty because <laughs> i had a lot of older people be like i ain't never heard of that before what is that that's this a new mama thing well the difference is back in the day your kids were at home with you all day long and now all of these moms work And they got to go to daycare and daycare is a nasty, dirty place and shit happens. So there was a Thanksgiving that I didn't host, but I could not attend because my cousin, my cousin, my son could not go anywhere. And I made a full fledged Thanksgiving dinner at home and sent things to my in-laws house. But again, that goes into that's me as a person. So that's always my thing with hosting. I love hosting because I don't want to take my cares nowhere. <laughs> I don't want to leave my house. But that is the pro and con because if I have it here, then I have to do all the clean up my house prior to and make sure my house is presentable because we have a theme in my house that says downstairs we look like the Huxables and upstairs we look like the um, Brady Bunch. No, not the Brady Bunch. What's the ones from uh, Married with Children? The Bundys. The Bundys. So downstairs, the Huxables, upstairs, the Bundy's. But we're working through that. Like, we're trying to clean a room every day and all that stuff. But I always prefer to host if possible. If not, I still feel like I'm at somebody else's house that I know trying to help them clean up. So I'm like, I would just rather do that at my own house. (laughs) Okay, so you mentioned your kids are gone with the summer. How does that work, and how did you make that happen?
1: Yes, do it? praise God today. Um, (laughs) No, it was hard. Um, They are with my in-laws, and if you know me, you know that for me to let my kids go for two months, yes, I'm free for two months, anybody want to hang out, hit me up, but um, (laughs) they're gone for two months, and in the beginning, you know, I wouldn't let my kids, like, go to sleep by themselves, and so now... It's just like, you know, you make that decision as a mom. Like, do I let them go? Do I worry about them, whatever? Or do I keep my sanity and give myself a break? Because my fiance travels like 80% of the time. So um, it's just me a lot of the time. But so I let them go. My in laws actually asked for them. So they're in North Carolina for the summer. Um, I don't talk to them every day. For those who feel like I'm a bad mom, whatever. Um, It's just better for me not to talk to them every day because, again, I miss them. Um, in the first couple of weeks, it was hard because I would get up in the middle of the night check on them. And they wasn't there, um, but like my daughter, we're really really close. And so when she's just like, "Mommy, we're best friends. We're not supposed to be away from each other." I'm like, "What's going on? Like, what's really going? On? Like, cough two times? Is something really going on? Like, you know?" <clears throat> and then like my son's just like, "Mommy, I want to stay here forever. I'm having so much fun." So it's a it's a hard balance because it's like I want them to be okay. I want to make sure that my hair daughter my daughter is moisturized. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're being taken care of, but for me on the other end, it's a battle between feeling guilty for letting my kids be gone that time because I know the repercussions. Like, when I get them back, I'm going to have to get them back on a seat mm-hmm. schedule. They don't think they're going to be able to do anything because yep. they're with their grandparents, and I'm not here for it. Um, and then they're coming back when school starts. Um, however, I've been enjoying my time. Um,
0: what have you been doing with what
1: your What have I not family? been doing? i um, My liver and kidney. I may need a replacement. Anybody (laughs) has. I've been drinking. Um, sleeping in, um, being lazy on the couch, like initially when they left, I had goals for the summer. Like I have project have sticky notes all over the house on projects like closet, I'ma tackle, clothes I'ma donate, summer clothes I'ma put away, winter clothes I'ma get out. I ain't did nothing. I've been been watching Netflix um eating. I should have been on the whole thirty with you, but um, I wasn't, it's okay.
0: you can always but I've
1: been really booked and I've been enjoying it. Like everybody, like people, typically people ask me to go out and I can't because I never have a babysitter or I have to like, we have ballet, we have, um, right. baseball or whatever. I can never hang out even on my free days. My free days are not my free day because I'm like, okay, if I had one free day, this is what I would do. Ooh, I would go get my toes done. I would get my nails done. I would go eat here. And then when I finally get a free day, be like,
0: I just want to rest.
1: Or I'd just be sitting in the parking lot, like, if I had, didn't have a babysitter, what would I want to do? But mm-hmm. I've been enjoying my time. They've been on since Memorial Day. And I'm going to Key West. Um, yeah. I'm just excited. Like, I've really been drunk most of the time. Like, Uber has, um, shout out to Uber, because you guys have made a lot of money off of me. Um, but for the most part, um, I've been enjoying my drunken sleep, which is, like, the best sleep.
0: It's really not.
1: Fun. Um i'm halfway drunk right now so i'm
0: excited about that um and hopefully i'll be ubering home from here i mean hey it's always possible how did you deal with letting them go so my kids are not old enough and my parents and my husband's parents live here so there's nowhere for them to go for a full two months so and i also feel like mm. You can go over there for, like, a day, but I need you to come back home.
1: Yeah, one of my girlfriends, when we were younger, she had kids when we were in high school. She would always complain about her kids never being able to go away. Like, I need a break, I need a break, I need a break. And then finally when they go away, she'd be like, I'm ready for y'all to come home. And I never understood it. Like, I was just like, I don't understand. Like, you complain all the time about having them, Mm -hmm. and then when they're gone, you want them to come home. But I get it now that I'm older. In the beginning, it took – Literally, like we would go to North Carolina. That's where my in laws are. And the first time they were gone, we were packed up, ready to go, getting in the car. And my my father in law was like, "Don't you just want to keep them here?" And I can't tell him no because he's super sweet, he's super nice. And I'm like,
0: those daddies get you every time. I I, gotta figure
1: out how to tell this man no. And he was like, "Yeah, we'll just we'll just meet you in Charlotte." And I'm just like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Right. And then I just like, okay. Lord, I know if anything – you're not going to let nothing happen to my babies, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, So it started off as one week, and then as the years went by, it went two weeks, three weeks. And this year, I was like, no, they're just going to stay here. I had, like, all swimming lessons, you know, planned. And they was like, we want to keep them for the whole summer. And I'm like, mm, the whole summer? Like, as a, a mom, it's a long time. Like, how do you do that? Because, again, I'm very active with my kids. You know, they go to ballet. They go to – Baseball, we do a lot of arts and craft. Like, I'm real involved with my kids. I'm like, okay, in my mind, I need a break. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's that struggle. Like, you know, do you let your kids go for that long because you really want a break? And then I had to realize, in order for me to be a good mom, a sane mom, um to not be, like, on 10 all the time. Like, I need that time. A same
0: partner, not just mom. Like, a exactly same Exactly,
1: a same partner. So, it's just like, you know, it's a struggle for me because, again, my son's birthday's coming up. His birthday's on the 13th of July. And I'm like, okay, as a mom, and I ain't gonna lie, like, I've cried about this. I done prayed. I'm like, Jesus, I need you to stamp something on my forehead to let me know, like, what I need to do because I don't need no I don't need no subliminal messages. But, like, my son's birthday's on the 13th, but we're not due to pick them up until the end of July So I'm like, do I fly down there and go spend his fifth birthday with him, or do I enjoy these two more weeks, get my life, and continue popping bottles with Jennifer, or do I go enjoy his fifth birthday with him? And it's it's a struggle for me, you know, because it's like, do I need my sanity? Because my sanity, that's going to allow me to continue, because they think I'm amazing even when I'm failing, and that is the that is the blessing, that is the gift, that is the... That's the best thing as a mom. It is the best thing as a mom. Like, it sounds cliche, but for them to think, like, I can't do no wrong, like, that is my reward. Even though I feel like I should get a paycheck um, for the job that I do as a fiancé and as a mom, but for them, it's just, like, they feel like I can't do no wrong. They feel like I'm the best person in the world. So it's just, like, do I spend, you know, his fifth birthday with him or do I just send something down there, FaceTime him and continue to
0: get that rest that I need, you know. And he will never know. You can do a party when you get back home, like I told you before. Do a party that the weekend he gets back home, and he will never know the difference of pictures, cause he ain't gonna remember.
1: Yeah, but it's still like that gift, like absolutely, you know, like the fifth birthday. Like that's, that's a big birthday. He don't his mind, like I'm getting ready to go to kindergarten. I'm about to be officially like right. a big boy. Um, and you know, we do boost his head up like five years old, and and like you about to like you about to do this, you know. And so it's just, it's a struggle for me. But for me as a mom, it's just like in order for me to be the best mom when they get back, because I have them 11 months out of the year. So to have them like this break, whatever, I need like a recharge. Like I need time for myself. I need to be able to sleep in and not worried about being being around anybody. So it's like, okay, do I go pick them up? Or do I just enjoy these last couple of weeks, you know?
0: And I think what you said is, everybody needs time to recharge. Like everybody needs a time to relax and not have to worry about their kids. I don't remember what movie it is. I think it's baggage claim where Jennifer Lewis at the end is telling Paula Patton that every Sunday their dad would take them downstairs and make breakfast. And even though she wasn't up, it was just the point that he did that. And I think those small moments help. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's, our partners realize how much help it is. And I get sometimes that it's hard when they're young and they're small. Because as a mom, you want to keep your babies close. But as those babies get older, you get more freedom. Like, my youngest is one and a half. Or, no, she's one. She's not one and a half. But every day I get a little bit more freedom. And it's freedom that I didn't see with Preston because I was pregnant. Preston was seven months when I get pregnant. And... I'm now like, who, this is what this feels like for people who like take years in between having kids after another. Like, I didn't know this was what this could feel like. But now I take solace in the fact that I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not having no more kids. It ain't possible to have no more kids. Nothing. So I think that that recharge energy is really important. Like, in May... I went to L.A. by myself for four days. I went to Puerto Rico for Mother's Day by myself. Well, not by myself. I went with a friend. And we went to Cancun and I went to Houston. And I was like, I've waited two and a half years to do things by myself, not a a spouse, not a kid. I can wake up and go to sleep when I want to. I can drink all day. And I think you need those times to be the best mom that you can be. Because if you don't, that's when you are yelling at your kids and damn it about to beat them. Cause you are like, Oh my God, can you just stop? And they're just being themselves. And I think that's the part that's hard to grasp is I'm in control of you or not in control, but I'm responsible for you you're only acting the way that you can act or know how to act. And I'm trying to figure out how to act with you in this box. And I think it takes those times to recharge, whether it's a week of going out with your friends or sleeping uh, in. sleeping in, like sleep is the most important thing to me. Or let me take that back. It was the most important thing to me until I had kids. And I know people who are about to have babies now. And I'm like, be prepared. You're not going to sleep. Like, somebody texted me this morning. I was like, what are you doing up? It was 830. I said, girl, I have two kids. Right. What you mean, what am I doing up? They wake up at 6.
1: Yeah, and I think for me, like, if my kids are in the house, that's not rest for me. Mm-mm. Because, like, before like before I had kids, like, I would get home late, drunk. <laughs> um, I would wake up, eat breakfast, and then go back to sleep, then hit the mall, then hit the club. Or I would wake up um, drunk, um, go to brunch, drink, go back home, go to sleep, and then hit, like, a day party. And I would be able to just fall asleep, like, at the drop of a dime. Like, as a mom, like, once I'm up, I'm up. And sometimes, like, my fiance, he thinks that if he gets up with the kids and he go and fix them breakfast and I get to sleep till 1130, like, he feel like he done got a prize. <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, I can still hear. He I did could. get a prize. Yeah, like to take it to wake up with them kids. But for me, <laughs> I feel like that's not because I can hear everything like they're still right. going to come up like they'll be downstairs with him and they'll walk all the way up the stairs and be like, mommy, can I get some juice? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't just see that whole man downstairs like you didn't want to ask daddy, But his, his juice don't taste. like It is juice.
0: amazing to me how kids will be like, I want mommy to do it yeah. as though mommy does something different. It's the same water, yes. juice, exactly. cup, yogurt. I ain't do nothing special to it, but I think that goes to the connection that our kids have to us and that you can't break. And as much as I try to hide or fight the mommy's, you know, boy or whatever, like even my daughter, she'll be like, mommy, mommy, mommy. And I'm sure there'll be a time that will change, but it is amazing to me the bond that my kids have to me as a mother and it's unbreakable and I appreciate it and love it. But there are legit times where I tell my son, leave me alone, and stop talking to me. Yeah,
1: and I think that for, like, now it's a little bit easier for me to leave my kids because they can talk.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: they know cold words. Like, if if somebody say, hey, your mommy told me to pick you up, what's the cold words you're supposed to use? Like, I prep my kids. Like, we talk about touching. We have, about we talk about secrets. The whole nine yards. So, I feel comfortable with my kids going out of town, and for them to be able to communicate with me and then y'all may think I'm crazy, but it's some crazy people out this in this world. Amen. So I'm able to communicate with my kids like on the phone, like, hey, isn't Are you okay? Like, let mommy know. Like, if somebody's around, like, I'm gonna be able to communicate with my daughter, and she's gonna be able to let me know without nobody else knowing what what the type of communication we got going on. But. Now that they're gone, I don't talk to them every day. And it's for my sanity because I'm going to be worried about them. Like, if my daughter's just like, I want you to come pick me up today. like You're you know, going to go. Why, what's going on? Right. No, I, just, I do want you, like, why? You got to tell mommy why. Like, cough two times if something's <laughs> really wrong, you know? So, for me, it's better for me as a mom not to get stressed out and not to be, like, thinking something that's probably not happening, like, for me not to talk to them every day. And even my fiance, like, you talked to the kids today? No. You talked to them yesterday? No. Did you talk they, to them the other day? Did no. You talk to them? He was like, Yeah, I talked to them. They was asking about you Oh, word. You tell them I was okay? Right. Are they okay? Like that's what I need to know because if not, I'm i worry and I wanna come get them. And as soon as they're here, I'm like, they're driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, my kids, again, I'm close to my kids. I always have them. And they do get on my nerves. They do irk my nerves. But now that they're getting older, I want to make sure I have that relationship with them, like an open-door policy with them. Because my son is getting five. Like, he did hurt my feelings when he was just like, Mommy, I don't want to give you a kiss goodnight. What you mean, son? Like, why you don't want to give me a kiss, you know? And so, now I'm trying to understand, like, they're getting ready to be older. They're not going to want to hang out. They don't want to hold hands. My daughter's not going to want to dress alike and be twins.
0: Girl, wait until they become teenagers. I'm not ready for that. Girl, I have a a 13-year-old in my house, and it's a struggle. I I can imagine.
1: But, I don't know. I would say for those who are, like, younger moms, like, just let stuff slide. If prime example when I had landed I was so high strung I wanted everything to be perfect um, AJ would try to do stuff and I would just step in and be like no you're not doing it right you know and then when he wouldn't offer I would get upset like you don't love him you don't love him you didn't say good morning to him and he was just like yo you wildin." and now it's just like It's not the end of the world. If you feed them milk at 2 o'clock and it's going to expire, I'm like, oh, my God, we got two more minutes. He's not up. This milk is going to expire. Like, you just have to let stuff roll. If they fall off the couch, they're going to be okay.
0: Girl, Carson fell down the steps
1: last night. Leah, like, Landon, I was breastfeeding him, and I fell asleep, and my arm did too, and he rolled off. And I was just like, oh, my God, his his cry sounds retarded. Like, something's wrong. (laughs) And I told my fiance, like, if you ever tell anybody, I will leave you. Like, because I'm like, I cannot believe. Like, as a mom, you get blamed for everything. You do. You get blamed for everything. If you if it's cold outside, your child ain't got no undershirt on. The mama brought them there because with no they undershirt. don't.
0: They don't look at daddy. Yep. If daddy was the person who got them dressed, so it's your fault. episode three about daddy, But <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault if you didn't set it out for him. Yeah, oh. that's the craziest thing that I've ever heard. Like, how is it my fault that a grown man didn't do something for their kid? Yeah,
1: the dad will get them dressed. Even though you have the clothes like laid out, I lay my kids' clothes out every single night. During the week on Sunday, I earn all my clothes, kids' clothes. I put them in a designated Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And they would go to school with something totally different on Mitch Mac socks.
0: Now what I did to April's point, I had to come get comfortable with it we are what it is. Because I used to be like, I'ma sit, I'ma make all their bottles and I'ma set out all their juice and I'ma set up their clothes for if I had to travel and outfits, and this is here, and this is there, and that's only crippling. Mm -hmm. So I had to get comfortable with the fact like, I make sure all that clothes washed, I'ma make sure it's milk in the refrigerator, I'ma make sure it's food in the refrigerator. Beyond that, I shouldn't have to do every minute thing. And I think that is part of the control that I had to give up because of my first, I was like, no, put this on him and put these shoes and these socks and this, this. And I think that comes with your first kid because you want to be so much in control. Mm -hmm. We all was raised with no car seats, no clothes, no whatever. And we all turned out fine. So I think. And I remember when I didn't have kids, and I would say this to you, be like, just let him do it. It may not be the way you want it to be, but just he got to learn. And I had to take that advice on myself. And
1: and I think that, like, my type A personality would want everything to be perfect is because I wasn't prepared for kids. Again, I didn't ask for kids, and it's just like I felt like like I'm – I call myself can't get right because it's just like I still I'm like, Lord, I don't understand how you gave me kids. And I'm not even like half right. And I have to take care of these human beings. Like I had a dog and I'm like, oh, it's too much. I gave him away. But you can't give your child away, you know. So it's like you have to just take responsibility. So it's like a lot of times I felt like I was on 10 all the time because I'm like, I can't mess this up. I can't have a human that I raised be messed up. And as a second kid, like first kid, you carrying the whole house with you, the diaper bag, two things of like diaper rash cream, like a whole thing of Them formula. commercials are real. It's real. And then like the second kids, like you grab one diaper, you stuff some wipes in it and a bag of Cheerios and you out. Yep. And if, if they poop in the car, you're just gonna have to ride that diaper out till we get home.
0: Now the only thing that I was very still adamant about with my second was people coming around and being vaccinated. Like for whooping cough and like that time period in the beginning. Cause I wasn't trying to have my baby in the hospital for I, nothing. I don't think I I, I don't think I
1: worried about like with the second child and even like going into the second child, whatever, I just kinda of relaxed because that's when I truly relied on my faith with God. And I'm like, Lord, you know I know you're not gonna set me up for like you, you gave me these kids and I asked them. so I know you're not gonna I know you're not gonna leave me. So the, I was I was just worried about people touching my kids or kissing my kids, like, in the mouth or on the face. Or well, I was a little secular about that. But, like, mm-hmm. vaccination, and people were like, oh, did you research on that? And I'm like, no, like, God got my back.
0: Well, not even really vaccinations. Like, with my first, I was like, you can't come if you haven't had whooping cough or the flu shot or this or that. And that. you got to, like, wipe your hands and do all this. And I was very serious about it, like, mm-hmm. People text and called and said, hey, can I come by today? Can I do this? Can I do that? And when they came in the house, I gave them some hand sanitizer and put a receiving blanket over their clothes and gave them my baby. Right. With Penelope, the second baby, I was still... A, she was born at a different time period. So Preston was born in January, and it's a whole lot more bugs around, and I feel like that was warranted. Right. It was also my first. Penelope was born in April, and... I learned from some of the comments that people gave me because I did give a lot of, we didn't come visit you in the hospital for this and blah 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 blah. So I learned, which is a, right. So I learned from some of that, and I learned what things were real and weren't. The only thing that I was very concerned about is is my baby okay? Can I keep my baby's health and health safe and healthy? in order to get her to a point. My biggest thing was I did not want her to have to go into the hospital, like with both of my kids. Like that first eight weeks is the eight weeks that you'll be in the NICU. So a fever or anything, I was like, if you sick, if you feel like you're going to get sick, if you've been around somebody that has been sick and you ain't got all this, stay away from my house. Right. So I think all of those things were like, oh, I'll get past it. Um, but now I really focus on like how does my everyday, how am I able to stay encouraged? Right. And I think what encourages me is knowing that every day I have a smiling face when those kids wake up, mm-hmm. right. and being the best person that I can be for them. As much as they like get on my nerves and I want to slap in their face or put them in a room or put them in a bed so they can cry, like. I'm just looking forward to the fact that every day when my kids wake up, they smile and they laugh when they see my face. And that keeps me encouraged. Now, granted throughout that whole day, I might be like, please sit down. Please put my phone down. Please put your shoes on. Can you go potty? Can you go this? Can you go that? Like it's so annoying throughout the day. But those times I try to just look forward and be like, but they're going to give me this hug. And they're going to wake up tomorrow refreshed. So I try to look forward to that. But I also try to realize that this moment is so short. Mm-hmm. And I think that I learned that from you as a mom. Like, I can't believe Landon's about to turn five. Like, I remember when you called me and told me you were pregnant. And I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> yes, I had food poisoning. And I was pregnant. And I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Well, Verve was closed by then anyway, but um, that's what I remember. And it's so weird to be like he's five now or when my nephew was born. Like, I was like, I'm in the A. I'm moving back. I can't be away from my family. And now he's about to be four. And it's this time is so short. And that's also what I try to remember when I get super frustrated because I'm like, they don't know what they're doing is wrong. And I'm the person who's here to teach them as a leader, not as a disciplinarian, right. the difference. Because I see people who try to discipline through force, mm-hmm. and I don't agree with that. Right. I try to discipline through encouragement when it's warranted. Like, you're not going to disrespect me. Right. Like, my son came to me the other day and said, Mommy, stop talking. And I was like, I don't know who you think you're talking to. Right. In my mind, I was like, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to. But I can't <laughs> say that to a two-year-old. Right. I think...
1: For me now, like, one of the things that me and my fiancé really try to practice is we try to give our kids everything that we didn't have as a kid. Like, everything that our parents didn't do we wanted them to do or mm-hmm. things that we wanted our parents. And we have great parents, both of us. But we try to do those things. And for him, at first I was like, you know, I'm not going to whip my kids. I'm just going to put them in the corner. Bye-bye. And now I'm just like, Lynn, if you don't get your butt over here right now, it's going down. Like, I've literally had to, like, act crazy on Landon in order for him to understand, mm-hmm. like, we're not about to do the super nanny thing. We're not about to do the super nanny thing. So I need you to get right. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be at the job no more. These people are getting my nerves or just a bad day. Just with whatever obstacles that life throw at you. When I go pick them up, Mm day here and they act like they just seen Beyonce when I walk through the door yes like I just be like yes we can go get a cupcake let's go get it you know let's do this today you know it makes me feel better and everything else that happened it just doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you know like the struggle is you know they're getting older yeah and as a parent like you need sometimes you just need a couple minutes just to pee alone And surf the gram, you know? Like, yeah. just sit on the toilet with your phone and see what happened on social media. Or you just need a couple minutes just to be by yourself. And they just want your attention all the time. And in reality, you should be happy that somebody wants you to be in their face Girl. all the time. You know? Like, you really should. Amen. But sometimes you just want to be alone. Like, you've been at work all day, dealing with people that you may not like or you you may love your job, you may not. But sometimes you just need, like, my second name is Mommy. And now I tell my kids, like, well, my name ain't Mommy no more. It's Boom Shaka. Like, don't call me no more. But at the same time, like, now that they're getting older, those things don't matter. Like, when I first became a mom, especially with my fiance, he just wanted to make sure everything was right. Like, oh, and there's clothes on the floor, there's dishes in the sink. And I'm like trying to make sure that every single day the house is like springtime clean. Mm-hmm. And then it was one day, and I promise you, like, everything changed. Like, I really don't care about, I care about a dirty house, but I'm not about to be tripping like that. I was cooking. Mommy, can you come watch a movie with me? And we have Landon and Mommy time, where it's just me and him. Not Leah, not AJ. It's just me and his time. We talk about whatever we want, feelings, what he think about himself. And I'm, like, cooking, trying to, like, get them ready, trying to make sure I stay on the schedule because it's 7.15, and it's 7.15, we yeah. need to be putting the plates in the sink. And I said, Landon, just give me one second when the rice finishes. And he was like, man, you can never spend time with me. You want to keep these drawers on the floor? You want to keep the cereal? You want to keep all these rice speckles on the floor? So after that, like – the fact that he made me feel like you don't never have time for me. Like, there's always rice cooking. There's always dishes in the sink. There's always something. And I'm like, I'm going to miss out on this time. Girl, you're about to make me cry. I'm going to miss out on this time. So mm-hmm. now it's like I care about my house being clean. I care about things being ordered. But for the most part, he's he's five. Yeah. He already don't want to give me a kiss good night no more. So next thing you know, like, he ain't going to hold my hand. He ain't going to want to mm-hmm. cuddle. And I'm going to be sad. So like, if my house to be there, somebody pop up and it's like toys in the playroom or it's toilets, whatever it's not, whatever the case is, whatever. At some point, he's not gonna want to be the person yeah. that he's trying to get me to be, and I'm gonna look back and like I didn't have time because I was so worried about our house where he don't really care about the house being clean. No, he just wants his parents. he just want he just wants to sit on the couch and watch PJ Masks together. Right. And I can't give him that because I'm so worried about the image or trying to make sure that if somebody pop over my house that is clean right. and somebody's going to judge me, but he's five. I feel like I just had him last week. So, you know, when AJ's talking about this is not clean or this is not pit up, whatever, like, I'm trying to get these memories in.
0: Yeah. And memories will last a lifetime, last a lifetime. And it's interesting because when I talk to my mom or my dad or my in-laws or older people with their kids – All they remember is those memories, and they the memories are not the same to their kids, but the memories are the same to them. So I think with that, I think the big thing that to take away from that is cherish the memories and the moments because they are. I mean, they're the most important thing that you can hold on to as long as you have your same mind. And I and I try to stay encouraged, like with my kids, because. I feel
1: like my shower is like my second best friend because I like I cry in the shower like all the time. Like, shout out to Visine for um, <laughs> preventing red eyes. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's hard. You know, it was this was not a job I was expecting. Mm-hmm. This is the hardest non paying job that I've ever well, did and rewarding babe. job that I've ever did in my life. But it's so hard and sometimes I question. And I'm like, Lord, like why like how'd you pick me? Because I don't feel like I'm that strong. Like, you will
0: get, you will get strength from places you, you never thought, existed.
1: you know, that sh- that two hour shoot you wear. you know, that pinky toe that hurt, like that's mm-hmm. where I'll be pulling strength from because I just be like, I don't feel like I have enough strength. Like I'm a little person. And in my mind, I don't feel like an adult. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like, I look at someone, I even look at you. I'm like, how's she hanging out with me? Cause I don't feel like an adult, you know? Like, I just feel like, like, how did I get this job? I didn't apply for it. I didn't ask for it. It's rewarding. But it's just like, am I strong enough to do this job as a parent? Because right. in my mind, I'm failing But when he's like, mommy, I love you. I feel like you're a good mom. Or he writes pictures and I'm like, this is you. Or sometimes when he like, he says his prayer. Landon is very spiritual. And he just, he'll pray like, mommy, like God, please help mommy. um Want to hang out with me more. Like that makes me feel mm-hmm. sad, you know, because it's like, I'm so worried about everything else. And all he wants to do is hang out with me. Right. And I'm like, I don't
0: want to hang out with you. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hang out with my friends.
1: I want to hang out with my friends. Like, I want to pop bottles, like, right now. Like, I do want to hang out with him, but for the most part, like, it's a hard balance to be able to, like, be a mom and be the superwoman that these kids, that you think in your mind they want you to be. And they really don't. They don't. They just want their mommy. They just want to sit down and play tea party or play Ninja Turtles and wrestle and stuff like that. But in your mind, you're thinking – this has to be clean for your spouse. This has to be right. You got to make sure that there's four things on the plate, you know, like that they're being fed healthy things, you know? And then at some point you just be like, you know what? We're going to eat these chicken nuggets tonight. And then I go
0: get we, What? We're going to go to this Wendy's drive through tonight. Don't judge me. I'm, I'm not I'm judging you, but let, head me head. let me let y'all know that Jennifer Full was against anything day.
1: unless it came from the cow itself or the chicken itself, and it was carved out by Gordon Ramsay – uh, <laughs> she was not Lies. giving it she was not giving Lies. it don't give my kids no sweet Lies. but i'm happy that you um shout out to all the chicken
0: nuggets wait a minute i still don't give them sweets like Preston seal will ask for water when he asks and comes here now what he get at these other houses i don't he know to, um auntie april house next.
1: in the pantry to the left Why? Yes. whatever
0: so we did do our shit shower question segment But for the sake of time and your listening time, we will post it under a separate posting for this week and next week we'll try to minimize our conversation, but you will still have access to it. We want to thank Mom April for joining us in our debut week. Hopefully you all enjoyed her and our conversation. As always, please like us on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a comment. And if you want to shoot us a question or any feedback, you can do that. Our website address is shitshowershave.com or you can send us any feedback or questions to info at shitshowershave.com. And again, that is shit with a Y, not an I. See you next week.